Hello, everyone. This is Melanie. I'm podcasting from St. Albert, Alberta, and welcome to episode 178 of the Savvy Girls podcast. Well, it's Christmas Eve here, and basically everywhere. I suppose some places it is Christmas Day. But anyway, Christmas Eve, it's been a while, and there's a lot to talk about. So let's jump right into it. Sit back, put your needles in some eggnog, start using your knitting sticks to stir it up, and then drink it. And enjoy the show. I was just editing the different segments to put up this podcast so it would get up as promised on Christmas Eve. And I noticed I found on this memory card a chat I had had with Savvy Mom a few weeks ago, probably like a month and a half ago. And I thought I'd put it on too. It's a, it's about a 20 minute chat. So that way it's, it's not all me. So before the episode for tonight is on, I'm just going to put this chat on with Mom. And Mom's, Mom's great. Everything's better with Mom on it. So, so here goes. So it's been a while, and I'm here with Savvy Mom. Hi, honey. Hi, Mom. I'm so glad you came to visit. You were just going to ask how I was. I was going to ask how you are. How are you? I am staggered by your baking skills. I, it's not so much my baking skills. It would be my, say, sculpting skills. Okay, we're, we're going to get <laughs> to that. My Play-Doh skills. We're getting to that. So, Mom, I haven't talked to you on the podcast, I have talked to you. I haven't yes, talked to you on the podcast yes. once or twice. Yes, like constantly. I um, <laughs> last talked to you on the podcast in May. Was it that long ago? Uh huh. Oh dear. Yes. Well, it's, it's time. It believe it is. So tell us about. At last year, you talked about your apple tree. Uh, there's the bird. Oh, I'm giving you some topics. Tree. Knitting, I guess, if you wanted. My to. apple tree update on my apple tree. It's very sad. It is sad. We have a glorious apple tree. That part's happy. That part's happy. The sad part is that most of the apple trees in our neighborhood are suffering from something called apple maggot. So it's a... a, We call it blight. We call it... Well, it is a blight. So there's a a fly that lays eggs. The back of the fly actually has the markings that make it look like a spider. But... Really? Yes. And it it lays eggs and... um, the larvae eat through the apple, and when apples fall on the ground, the larvae come out and go into the ground and do their bit for next year. Something like that. The life cycle of an apple, Megan. In anyways, I don't know. They get free we'll... food, a free home. It doesn't sound so bad. Doesn't sound bad, no. except that we have thousands of apples on the apple tree, we and do. I don't know if we're even going to be able to use four or five of them. I guess it, it depends your opinion about eating apple maggots. I'm not interested. So, I mean, I love my apple tree. It was a birthday present, and it has grown, and it produces delicious, yummy, not not the d- delicious type of apples, but 
apples that are delicious and they're great for baking and cooking and applesauce and apple cake and alas next year i don't know i put the apple maggot traps on this year i put four you did and, and yet and yet uh they didn't do anything so so how's your crafting going i haven't been doing a lot of crafting i've brought out some squares that i want to embellish and then uh, sew together to be a blanket um i have two of them down here uh this is my this is going to be my polka dot surprise blanket that i've, I've sort of named it that I've made, I believe, 30 squares with bright polka dots, uh, bright circles in the middle of different colors. And around the circles, uh, it's either a denim blue or a denim green. So they'll, they will alternate. And I want to add things to the circles to turn them into various animals. Like a buffalo. Uh, like a buffalo. Or an apple maggot. No, I'm going to leave the apple maggot. A ladybug. Sure. Ladybug would be fine. It's basically a pretty maggot. Yes. Hmm. I have um, uh, one sitting here. It's been sitting here for about a month on my uh, table with all the parts to turn it into a piggy, a piggy face. And yet I hesitate and I haven't put it back together. The reason why I hesitate is that I want... I don't want any of the sewing to show on the back so that if you have the blanket with the back side up, it just looks like, like a bunch of polka dots in the middle of squares. But when you turn it over, then you'll see all the different animals. That's really clever. The problem is it's kind of hard to hide some of the, the um, embellishment. I mean, it's hard to hide lots of things. It's hard to hide my hairy legs, and yet... And yet you wear pants and manage just fine. Right, although I have to deal with that. Uh, anyway, and tell me about your crafting. Oh, we're getting there. We're getting. We're okay. talking about you. We're talking because my crafting is zero right now. Um, I'm going to wear knitting soon, but I, I wore knitting the other day. But that that's my crafting. Back to you. So you won a prize, not for your knitting. Don't make that face. Not for your knitting. You want my my savvy mom won a prize for being the best mom ever. No wait, the best daughter. Ever. It was for Daughter's Day, this event in Edmonton, and it was like something like the six best people in Edmonton won awards, and Mom won an award. The concept behind this is that all women are daughters. Every woman is somebody's daughter, and women and their accomplishments and um, their triumphs should be celebrated. And so every year the Daughters' Day Committee chooses six women and uh, celebrates them with a beautiful ceremony at City Hall and a plaque. It's a very nice plaque. It is. And, and free cookies. And there were free cookies. Uh-huh. And, and uh, lovely entertainment. And a friend of the family snuck up behind me where Savvy Melanie was sitting and quietly... in told her that she was going to be singing. That was an, a surprise. <laughs> that was a surprise. Yes. And she said, your mother will faint, because, of course, I didn't know anything about this. And mom does tend to swoon when she hears music? <laughs> she does Anyway, so they made an announcement that... Um, no, 
First, Melanie said, after the friend left her, she kind of leaned forward and she says, I wish I hadn't worn these shoes today. So I said, well, do you want my shoes? <laughs> I figured if she didn't like her shoes, maybe she'd want mine. So she took them, tried them on, and said, no, they're too big. Too right wide. At the, too wide. Right at the time when the MC announced that there was going to be an addition to the program, something very special, internationally renowned singer, Melanie Gall, was going to... Um, I don't know, what did she say? Sing. I was going to sing, you know. And I sung. And she sang, and I didn't faint, and I didn't swoon, but I did cry. It was beautiful. So mom won an award, is the point. Mom, it's on the mantle. It is. It is. And so we can't really see it because... It's this sort of see-through glass with letters on it. It is transparent It is transparent. Oh, plex- it is, is it plexiglass? Yeah. I thought it was more breakable than plexiglass. It's, I don't know. I don't know. I haven't dropped it yet. But it's, it's, all, it's engraved, and it's very nice. So mom is the big winner. Yay! And we'll put something up in the show notes. I will put something up in the show notes about that, if I remember to, which I will, hopefully. You can put a link to the Daughter's Day uh, webpage. So not only is Everyday Mother's Day, but Everyday is Daughter's Day. It is for Daughter's you. Day. Yes. So what next on the list? Oh, mom, oh. mom what? Oh. What? Oh, oh what? We're going to talk about that in a minute. Okay. Talk about the B-I-R-D. How's life with the bird, Mom? Bird is... She's sleeping. Sleeping in her cage. She would feel far more secure if you had closed her door. It's door my last night cage. in town. If she wants to come give me kisses, I'm not going to say no. Mm-hmm. Anyway, so the bird is lovely. The bird is lovely, and she's going to miss you very much. She, But also, she loves you. She does T- love Tell me. a bird story. Tell about how nice she is and how she sits and watches TV with you and how she asks to drink water by... Pecking at your water glass. Tell she stories. does. She likes to mooch whatever I eat. She now no longer likes tuna. As of two days ago. No, she hasn't liked tuna in a while. Really? Yeah. She used to love it. I'd have tuna on toast for breakfast, and she would crawl down my from my shoulder. She'd crawl down my arm and sit on my finger and snatch pieces of tuna from my toast. She has moods though i mean i I don't mean in the day she has lots of moods but she goes through stages of places she'll visit in the house and things she'll do she used to love sipping from almond milk from the almond milk container now she doesn't care for it she used to sing all day and now she's back to being mostly mute except when she's angry oh cat watch could you tell oh i feed the birds in the backyard ergo i feed the neighborhood cats we haven't found any dead birds yet no, but there are two cats that stalk the birds in my backyard and are Colette, our indoor sparrow. <laughs> she alerts us to, alerts, what does she do? She sits at the window and watches and then all on of top a sudden, of her on cage. top of her cage, and all of a sudden her neck will get long, like incredibly long all of a sudden. And she's, sometimes she'll yell. And then she starts going, it's the cutest thing and then mom goes out and yells at the cat and the bird moves on to the next thing she's that's doing. right so that's the bird update she's sweet as ever except when she she's angry sweet, and she's sweetest with you she'll she, let melanie hold her and smush her and she does like to be smushed and stroke her beak and she likes she, getting beak rubs yeah From you. So she's the best pet ever. Except for, what, your second day here? When she bit my eye? Again, for the second time. Oh, she didn't mean it. Yes, she did. I didn't respect her limits at night. The point is, 
wear glasses near the bird. She she did not. Yes, she did. She's she sorry. To the doctor. I did not this Again. time. Oh yeah, right. I did go to the doctor. That's right. Anyway, the point is, talk about the buffalo then. So, mom, um, tonight I'm supposed to be getting ready to go, and instead, okay, Melanie is is going on an incredibly exhausting, incredibly exhausting, but an incredibly interesting tour of everywhere uh, of all kinds of interest everywhere places. yes all kinds of places and tomorrow one of her friends is meeting her well buffalo ron oh well you still want to know from buffalo okay buffalo, you talk about no, you talk about it no you talk about it you're the best daughter and the best mother be a good daughter and talk about it i'm never gonna okay, win a prize so, so melanie said to me i was going to bake bread I have a bread machine. I have a very simple recipe. Seven ingredients, in they go. Throw it in the bread machine. When it beeps, one hour and 50 minutes later, I take it out and I have fun braiding it, uh, braiding challah into, oh, a round challah or or a six-braid challah or a four-braid challah. I have a good time with that. So the dough was ready and Melanie said to me, Mom, do you think you could make one into... To the shape of a buffalo for Buffalo Ron. Technically a huffalo. A huffalo. Because <laughs> <laughs> it's chala and a buffalo. <laughs> buffalo. <laughs> yeah, that's that. That's huffalo. Huffalo. <laughs> huffalo. So mom actually didn't say that's an awful idea and we have other things we need to do. But no, she did it. She made it. <laughs> it's, it's beautiful. It kind of looks like a pig. <laughs> a pig with a hump on its back. It's, <laughs> it is a Joy to the eye and soon to one's mouth. It is a wonderful thing. Mom, you are super creative. Oh, I had fun with it. So the second, Huffalo. the seven, second challah, the, the just braided challah is in the oven now so that you can have fresh bread before you go. So then we had to make popcorn. Because and, and a Gigi from the Knitmore Girls made the very clever suggestion, wrap it in popcorn because I have to get it, you know, across the border to the States tomorrow in one piece and hopefully the legs and the little cash, cashew nut horns won't fall off i will carry but, it like i'd carry my first bird but you're liable to get to cus not so much customs but to security and they're going to say open your box yeah they might you'll have popcorn everywhere true so anyway and that will be up to them to clean it up i'm sure they'd appreciate that not at all not at all but so mom's super creative is my other point, and um, well, I don't know what to do with all these compliments. Okay, so you're going on a trip. What knitting are you taking? <sighs> There's the shawl I've been working on forever. The problem is that involves a couple balls of yarn, and also I've been using the wrong size needles and the wrong size yarn, and it takes forever. And I don't know that I need a shawl on this trip, aside from the shawls that I'm actually packing that other people knit for me. You packed two really cute shawls. Right? So I don't know that I need to finish knitting this shawl anytime soon. So I guess I'll bring a ball of yarn and a couple sticks, and I'll make a hat or something. I'm also packing hats. So that, I guess, that's what I'm doing, is I'll bring, I'll make a hat, maybe two hats. Hats aren't so bad. Well, you, you seem to be able to do them with very little trouble. And I'm packing only checked luggage. I am not taking a roly-on carry-on carry bag. And I have the best suitcase and also the best roly carry-on oh, bag. Tell me a suitcase story. Oh, so I was in Glasgow last month. 
in uh, my billet, my lovely billet Babs, was dropping me off on, at the station to catch the train from Edinburgh to Glasgow to catch the, the plane back here. And uh, I got out of the car and I looked down, I, I pulled the handle up to pull my bag and I noticed that half of this handle was gone. There was the left hand stick, it fell in inside the suitcase. And I thought, oh great, the suitcase is damaged. It was not easy to haul it onto a train full of drunken partygoers going to Glasgow. Not not easy. That might be the bread. But anyway, I got it home. I bought it from Mountain Equipment Co-op here in Canada. And if you're a Canadian, you know about Mountain Equipment Co-op. I brought it in there. Uh, they took one look at it. They said, just pick a new bag. I know. It was amazing. So I I love, this is the best bag. It's the best customer service. It's super lightweight. The compartments are great, but I'm not bringing the smaller one. I am just can't haul two pulley draggy bags through the entire world again. I'm tired. So I'm just going to have one quite heavy bag that at times I get to check and a purse. So if they lose my big bag, I've got nothing. You don't have your props. Anyway, show. or microphone. But they won't lose it. Mm-hmm. I'm sure it'll be fine. Uh, I know you have to check on your bread. Do I you do. Anything else you want to say to people? Because this is your chance. Maybe after I check the bread. Fine. So, Mom is back. I am back. And today we had an adventure, Mom, I want you to tell people about. About the beach. Oh! I live in St. Albert, Alberta. Now, St. Albert is... is a city in itself, however, it borders to the north. It's to the north of Edmonton. Uh, there's uh, been some construction in Edmonton. It seems that they're building a new bridge, and the um, construction has changed the course of flow of the North Saskatchewan River, uh, which the bridge is going to span. Uh, and this has created an accidental beach. It is called. It is called the accidental. The beach. accidental beach. You can even Google it, and it's it on Google. Up. You can find directions. Right. Although, despite the directions, it was surprisingly hard to find. I once know. We parked. It, we we weren't quite sure exactly where to go, so we walked along the path way too far, and then doubled back on another path until we. We found the way there. So it's a beach. We were the only ones on this beach, really. I know. For the most part, there were some ducks, and it's just in the middle of the river. It's in the middle of the river, right beside a construction area where they're building a bridge. There's a sandy part. There's beach rocks. There's and another... a shopping cart and a bicycle. <laughs> I know. Yep. Yes. Discarded, discarded things, which probably were in the river, but now they're True. in the sand. Uh, it getting down to the beach from the river, uh, river bank was a bit difficult. Uh, it was hard. Someone had hewn steps into the sand, but they weren't anything official. Yeah, they, and, they were not easy to navigate. And if Melanie hadn't been there with me, I could not have managed. Poor it. Mom fell a little bit on the way up, so it wasn't so bad. It wasn't as if I slipped all the way down. And someone actually invested in a sign, a wooden yes. sign. There's a sign somebody a wood burned that says Accidental Beach Established 2017. Yep. I, there's some talk that 
the city of Edmonton is going to put a proper uh, flight of stairs there, wooden is stairs. There? I yeah. didn't know that. I, I thought we were just saying someone to my should. friend, and she was saying that she read something about that. Uh, there was some talk about putting some porta potties in, uh, so to make it easier for people. I hope this stays. It's just a delightful thing. This is a river that runs that wends its way through. Edmonton and through Alberta and because of the irregular flow and it, it can be quite swift it wasn't a place where you would go to to sit and put your feet in the water or bathe or... also it gets filthy it, yeah there is that also but it's um it's interesting that this year they there's sort of a push to use the river more and so now that there's a beach, I think people will be using the river more. Exactly. Very exciting. I had wanted to visit the beach this summer. And, and we did. And we did, yes. So on the topic of summer and beaches, there's a word that we need to bring back. There is. And there needs to be a little context first around okay. this word. Give so Mom and I have been watching Outlander. Oh which my god. Most knitters have actually watched. We're a little late to the, the bodice ripping game. So mom, tell me your impressions. We've watched series one or season one of, of it. What do you think? Without giving things away, although I think we're the last ones in the world to not have seen this. It's beautiful, first of all. The visuals are beautiful. The plot never lags. It's a chair gripper. It's a bodice ripper. I think my favorite part watching it with you was in this the the last episode. Was I guess it's the last episode of season one. We watched it today when someone whose tongue was cut out was talking, oh. and Mum turned to me and she said, "I just thought he had a thick Scottish accent." <laughs> no, I thought. But no, he had no tongue. I I thought he was I thought he was speaking Gaelic or something. No, he had no tongue. He was just making grunty noises, mumbling. But the <laughs> that's my mom. But the other person seemed to understand him just. Fine. Well, I understand the birch is fine. She has a tongue. She does. Anyway, along the topic of this show, we're going to bring back the word bra. B-R-A-W for those who don't. Bra. Don't knew it. So that's my Scottish accent. Bra. Would you like to bring bray back? Well, why don't you give us a definition? Bra means a fine day. So if you say it's a bra day, it means it's it's fine. It's sunny. It's a kind of day you'd use your accidental beach. Yes. And Bray is is a it's like a hillside. I see. Okay, so there. So you could have a bra Bray. You could have a bra Bray. Um, I should have known Ye Banks and Brays. That that's a I should have known that from music. But um, bra is the word. Ye Banks and Bray. It's a song. Ye Banks and Brays. I didn't know that. Song. Anyway, use it in a sentence, please. Uh, we had a bra good time today down at the accidental beach. We tumbled down the wee bray <laughs> to get to the beach. It, the thing is, that's a lie. It was not a. You could see your breath outside. It was. It was yes. a freezing day for part of it. I Cold, was chilly, glad I wore day. a sweater and a coat. But nevertheless, it was. It was a. We had a bra time. We had a. Not sure if you can use it like that, but we did. Yes. You use it in a sentence then. Fine. I went to the accidental beach because it was it was a broad day. That was your <laughs> sentence, wasn't it? I'm really tired. Oh man. Anyway, so bring it back, use it, and rip your bodice as much as you can. 
Mom just checked. Her bodice is intact. It is intact. Well, yes. maybe just season two will start ripping. <laughs> So I know it's been a while. The last episode was in October, and I know there was a long pause before that. So before we get into it, I think I should probably offer a brief, brief explanation. So it's been a bit busy. Honestly, that's part of it. I love doing the podcasting. I do. You may have noticed for the past several months slash years, it has mostly been me. It's been frustrating, to say the least, uh, to feel that I'm the only one pushing this forward and the only one putting the time and putting the effort into it. I know Deborah's been busy. I'm a freelancer. I, too, am busy. Really busy. And and I, there's when you're a freelancer, there, there are no hobbies. Everything you do, any time you have should really be put into something that actually generates income as opposed to no income. So when I was left doing this alone... It got a little frustrating. However, Deborah wanted to keep doing it. Savvy Bro wanted to keep doing it. And um, so I, I kept going, and I was hoping they would come back to it soon. Well, Savvy Deborah got pregnant. She moved to Canada, so she got pregnant with twins. She did not have, it wasn't an unsafe pregnancy, but it wasn't a comfortable pregnancy. So she had a kind of a tough eight months. The last eight months have been hard for her. Kind of like a giant turtle stuck on a beach. <laughs> kind of hard. Oh, poor Deborah, A barfy turtle on a, on a rocky beach. And she had to move. And honestly, I, I don't want to make excuses for her because it's been really hard not having her making things a priority either. However, I didn't want to stop doing the podcast because I love doing the podcast. I miss, okay, I mean, you know my feelings about knitting, but I actually have been knitting, which is pretty sad, right? Anyway, I've been knitting, I've been having adventures. Honestly, the solo adventures are exhausting and lonely, and it's a lot of fun to actually be able to share them, and I've I've missed doing it. I've loved, we podcasted through everything for almost seven years, and I didn't want to stop doing the podcast. However, having to record it, edit it, put it up alone, write descriptions, all for something that generates no income has been a little hard and overwhelming because I am trying to line up concert tours and do concert tours and try to figure out some way to actually, you know, have a home because right now all of my things are in storage in New York. My piano is in one storage and everything else I own is in another storage and I basically just hopping around singing and things having nowhere to actually live. So that's been fun. Actually, no, it has been fun. I I love adventure. I just, I'm tired. But no one needs to hear me whinge. I'm, it's time to podcast again. I, I don't want everyone to completely leave. Hopefully it is not too late for that. And anyway, so Deborah had said that she was going to help me out with this episode. I told her, I announced online, it was coming out tonight. I told her that I would you know, I asked her, could she, mom is with her. I asked if they could make a little segment and she's got twins. I'll talk more about that in a minute, but she's got babies. I, I can't, I can kind of blame her to be honest because she's not going to listen to this anyway. So I do kind of blame her. She said she'd do it. However, 
babies. I'm sure she's busy. She's dealing with two tiny babies who two little mouths that constantly need boobs in them. So yeah, she's busy, I guess. As opposed, I mean, my only other option was to not have put out a podcast and, and, and not putting one out isn't exactly podcasting again, is it? So I'm, pu- I'm putting this out. It's not going to be that long, but it's at least going to be something and we will work from there because I miss it. I missed Swapetition this year. I missed, I know we still owe prizes from last one and I promise I will get on that. If I owe you a prize, I will send it to you. Okay, so that's like five minutes of making excuses on with the show. Just a lonely, lonely Christmas. What a glad one it would be. If only my is a knitting podcast. I thought I'd start out by talking about... Oh, fine. I'll talk about knitting. I will. I will. Okay, here we go. So I have knit two things this fall. I have actually knit more than most people I know, as opposed... I think... Has mom... I think mom made a few hats for the babies. I think. And I know Deborah made herself a hat. I'm going to let her... Actually, no. I'm going to let her talk about her knitting because it's pretty funny. So I'm going to I'm gonna let her do that when she, when she's ready to do that. And I knit two things. I knit two shawls. One was called Glastonbury Thorn. Have I? No, I haven't talked about that. I have some very strong feelings about this shawl. It is probably the most gorgeous shawl I have ever made. It took forever. I think I did it in a month. September, October. Two months. But I mean, you can, one can see exactly how... I had no social life for two months because this shawl is a crap ton of knitting. So the fact that I I knit that much is actually kind of sad. But it is the most gorgeous thing I have ever or likely will ever make. The yarn is silky. It's beautiful. I love the color, which is this heathery sort of pink. It 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 has some silk in it. It's absolutely gorgeous. But... The yarn, and I'm I'm sorry, I don't know the brand offhand. I talked about it, though, in the last episode. I think I, I mentioned that I bought it. I bought this, the yarn and the pattern I bought at Stitches Texas. And yeah, I gotta say, I don't love the yarn. It split like mad while I was knitting. And, you know, knitting lace, as most of you, probably everyone except for me knew, is really frustrating when the yarn, you know, especially if you're watching true blood in the dark and trying to knit lace is really annoying when the yarn splits. So it did many, many, many times. Also, at one point it just snapped. Wasn't thrilled about that. Luckily, it was at the end of a line and I stopped pulling on it in any way. And we're not talking lace weight here. It's It was fingering weight, I think, probably. What else? When I made it to the bottom, and granted, it was a lot of knitting later, the top was already looking kind of worn. And when I when I wet it to block it, it didn't change that. So parts of it look like it's been worn a little. It's kind of a little pilly and a little bit, and it just looks it just looks kind of used. 
And that's not fair. I have worn it for all of an hour and a half ever at a wedding in Edinburgh. And I was super careful. And it already looked like that. So that's frustrating because this beautiful thing that I made, I can't actually wear it or it will be ruined. So there's that. But it is beautiful. I love looking at it. I, As I said, I'm not super impressed with the yarn. I found a couple little mistakes in the pattern, and I, I know that that happens. But um, it wasn't a kit with a free pattern. I had to pay for the pattern separate than the yarn, and um, it, it did sort of come together, but it, it wasn't cheap. And I was also overcharged for the needles. I realized, looked at my credit card statement, and I was charged almost double what I should have been charged for the needles and I need to deal with that it's probably too late so however I'm still using the one set of needles I brought a crochet hook and needles and the crochet hook went off in its own adventure without me I think it, it probably listened to all those things I said over the years about crochet and took it to heart and just left so I have no I have a luckily luckily I was in Harrogate at the knitting and stitching show and I bought this handy old-fashioned old-fashioned crochet hook which the whatever covers it is starting to wear away really it lasted for what 50 years and I can't even do a little beating with it without it being ruined and also it destroys everything it touches because it's, it's sharp on the top it's good for scratching yourself on your feet though anyway um so that's that shawl it is done also it was one of those where you finish the shawl and then you knit the border separately and you you sort of turn it you again you all probably Deborah would explain it better but you turn it and you do this 16 stitch thing a million a hundred oh so many times it was 16 by eight stitches I think and I had to do it a hundred and five times it was so annoying and it was intricate enough that I, I didn't sort of I didn't memorize it till 42 or 52 stitches in which I could have just taken three minutes and memorized it but I I really I prefer to memorize a lace pattern than read it Anyway, that was annoying. Long story short, gorgeous shawl. Super annoying. Watched most of True Blood again. And yeah, you know, True Blood's really good. My shawl's done. Number one. Number two. Okay, I am test knitting a shawl, so no one else has knit it yet. Ha ha ha. And <laughs> it is called... Hold on, I know this. Blue Bonnets Forever, I think. It's by Carissa the designer. Uh, she's the one who knit the Wonder Woman scarf. So everyone is everyone is knitting. Everyone has this really kind of neat Wonder Woman shawl. She's the one who designed it. And this blue bonnet shawl is going to be in her new, her new book. Now, I feel kind of bad because I've asked her some pretty stupid questions about this pattern. And honestly, overall, it is very clear. I found one little mistake, but hey, I'm a test knitter. Hey, I'm a test knitter. That is what I'm supposed to do. But then it really, it wasn't a big deal. It didn't affect anything. But I, 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 I'm having a little bit of frustration going between written instructions and a chart and then back to written instructions because it'll say things like go through the chart until you get to this mar a marked stitch, then knit one, and then go back to the chart. But the chart doesn't, doesn't talk about this knitting one. So for me, I, I say, oh, great, going, going on to the chart, and then I for example, didn't knit that one and had to tear out the whole thing and start it again. I've actually had to start it five times now. Yes. So again, I haven't knit enough shawls. That's probably something you're just supposed to be, of which you're supposed to be aware. 
but I wasn't. And it's looking amazing now. I actually, I actually went through the pattern twice more to even make it bigger. So that's, that's how much I like this shawl. Uh, the yarn is really good. Really good. I like the yarn. It's sock weight into the world. I bought it at Rhinebeck. It is blue and soon it will be green because I'm changing colors. And I've been beating my little, beating, well, beating my crochet hook off apparently because it's missing a bunch of coating on it. Yes. So I've been beading, which wasn't in the pattern. I'm just making it basically vomit beads. And I don't have green beads yet. So I'm hoping somewhere in Edmonton will sell green beads. Should have bought them at Rhinebeck too. They were there. I just didn't. So yeah, that is what I am knitting right now. Now the quandary here is, do I hurry, hurry, hurry? I mean, there's still approximately a million lines. Well, 18, 20, 40, 40 lines, about four, 38, lots of lines, 39. I have 39 lines left in the shawl and they're quite long. So, I mean, it's not going to be done tomorrow or anything, but, um, do I rush, rush, rush to finish this? I would like to wear it on my birthday, I think, or do I take my time and just savor the knitting? Because once I finish it, I suppose I'll have to start something else. Um, I don't know. I don't know. I hope that's not a mistake. No, it's okay. Maybe. Anyway, I'm learning a lot about lace. I, I really, I've, I've got to say, I kind of like shawls. Once, once they're going and when they get kind of big, it's, it's nice. And I like the idea of wearing one once this is done and if it's ever done. So yeah, that, dear knitters, is what I am knitting. I will give people a quick update of what I've been up to because just in case you're interested, it's been kind of a while. All right. So in case you're not tired of the sound of my voice yet, because I am, but honestly, I've been, I've spent most of this fall alone with very few exceptions. I've spent most of the summer, the spring, last winter, this fall now, I've been alone basically mostly and Anyway, so I've spent a lot of time alone this year or with people that it just takes a lot of energy to be with. And honestly, you get you get to a certain point because a lot of what I do takes energy. I know I talked about being a freelance artist at the beginning, but um, yeah, I constantly need to be motivated and creative and and more motivated, I suppose, and more creative. And some people just suck that right out of you. So being with people just for the sake of having people around isn't necessarily productive or rewarding. However, I'm kind of low on friends right now, as in most of them are gone. And yeah, that's unfortunate. And since I don't really have a home right now, that also makes, you know, building a community a bit impossible. So there's also that. And 
I shouldn't be complaining. So I will tell you about the fun things I've been doing. So let's see. I spent this summer, which is already like six months ago, I spent it on tour. I toured throughout Canada doing a Vera Lynn show, the music of Vera Lynn. I went to Edinburgh and performed Jazz Cat for Kids and a Vera Lynn show and also Piaf and Brel, which sold out the entire run. Amazing again. And it went really well. And then I... What did I do? I came back to Alberta. I ended up going to Stitches, Texas. I ended up doing some hotel assessments, and I can't. I can't really talk about those because if you're, that's one of the rules. If you do it, you're not supposed to talk about it. But I have been assessing a few many hotels around, which it's a little bit of money, a lot of travel, and definitely some interesting experiences. It's a bit of a honey trap though because it's it's so much fun to stay in five star hotels and. And, and I mean, yes, it's a lot of work to assess them, but you know, I, once you learn what to do, I've really enjoyed it, but also it's made it so I've been able to sort of drift along a little bit, getting, doing my freelance work as I go, but I haven't had to actually make any major decisions. And yeah, so anyway, I spent a lot of the fall doing that and doing some performing and let's see, where did I go? Like everywhere. I wrote updates of where I went. I I did write about it online on the Savvy Girls Facebook page. If anyone's interested, it is there. But um, I went to Orlando and Bossier City and Boston and New York a few times and Pittsburgh and Reston, which is near Washington and Baltimore and Cambridge, Boston, Washington, um, Oh, and then Europe. I went to Amsterdam, which was amazing because Maya, a knitter, one of my friends, she came. That was so much fun. So went to Amsterdam, went to Hamburg, Germany, went to Kiev in the Ukraine, went to Edinburgh, Harrogate, London. I know I'm forgetting a few. Just here and there. I went. I was around this fall. A lot of travel. A lot of travel. And... Now I'm in Edmonton for the holidays because because mom went off. Deborah had her babies. I, I Again, I don't want to take away all her thunder, but they're girls and they're twins. And they were really small when they came out. One of them was three and a half pounds and one was just under four. So the tiny little twins, but they're they're getting plumper and they're they're home. They weren't home for a couple weeks, but they're home and they're doing really well. And they're good at screaming. Yes. So anyway, mom is off helping with that. I had nowhere to really go for the holidays and I didn't want my poor little bird to sit in bird camp over the holidays because bird camp is essentially the staff room of the local pet store and you know it's gonna be closed it's closed at Christmas I just I don't know it just didn't seem nice to leave her there if I honestly didn't have anywhere else to go so I came home I'm hanging out in mom's house with my bird who except for trying to peck my eye again, and now I have a big bite under my eye. She was sorry. It was a mistake. Um, We've been hanging. We've been eating. You know, she has her her little bird routine. (laughs) She follows me around and watches me from the towel rack when I'm in the bathroom and and tries to grab my yarn, and she likes to watch TV with me. So it's my bird. She doesn't like all the music I play, but we, we take turns. She gets her bird videos. I get to play music sometimes, so... So that's that. 
in the new year, I, I look right now I'm putting together a tour of the UK in April and maybe another one in June because there's an opera at Glydenborn that I'm dying to see. So if I can figure out any way to get to the UK in June, oh, I will be there. But I'm doing a pretty, pretty extensive, really interesting tour of the UK in April. And um, next week, a week and a half from now, I'm doing a show in Atlanta. Um, if anyone's in Atlanta, I'll be there for a day. Not sure how much time I have, but I have a little time. And um, yeah, I don't know. Got to figure that out, right? Um, I need to, I don't know where I'm just going to go. I have no idea at all. I have been working on a CD though. This has been a project I started last year, a year ago, actually about now, a year ago now. I, oh, this is, I'm so, I should talk about this more. I'm so excited about this project. To be honest, I've, I've put more energy and so much money into this. Um, more than anything else, because it, it actually means more to me than anything I've ever done. So I'm really proud of it. Um, I know it's easier to sound ironic than than earnest about something, but this is the most important thing I've ever done, in my opinion, for me. And it's so rewarding, and I can't believe it's 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 really getting there. It's going to be done soon, which is amazing. I'm not quite sure exactly what I should do with it once it's done, but it it is going to be done. And... I guess I should talk about that more on another podcast because I could honestly, I could talk about that for probably 12 hours and I feel like I've talked a lot. So I don't know. I don't know what else. Podcasting alone is lonely. having a good Christmas. I hope people are having a good holiday. Hanukkah's over this year. It's Next year, it's even earlier. I think it starts on the 1st of December or something. It's crazy. By the time everyone goes Christmas mad, Hanukkah's over N- now, this year and, and next year. <sighs> but um, I don't know. It's not exactly festive in this empty house, but I have a bird and popcorn and I've only set off smoke detector three times in the last two days so I've been cooking um maybe I'll try to bake cookies but um I don't know if I we're gonna keep I'm going to keep podcasting I'm gonna try maybe if I keep them a little shorter or find more guests or if anyone wants to do contribute something maybe that would be good I, I still haven't figured out how to navigate keeping this going um alone essentially I mean I honestly if, if Deborah if you hear this okay I hope you still I would love you to be part of it the reality is though with twins you there's only she's only gonna have so much time and and she wasn't really you know making it a priority before and savvy bros just he's gone there is no help or anything from that quarter anymore so I'm basically doing it all and I don't know that I can but I'm gonna try so I promise I will try my best to keep it going because it's something that's meant a lot to me. Over uh, Who knew? Who knew something that, that was just sort of, you know, something that was fun would end up being basically a, a, a seven-year record of my life with knitting. And 
something that I'm really, really, I've been really sad about not doing. So I'm going to, I'm going to try and hopefully it will keep going and I would still like to do swap petition. People were complaining it was too close to Christmas. So, you know, maybe, maybe doing it later is a good idea. Um, what might be helpful though, um, if anyone does have any ideas about things to talk about, I can talk. I can. Um, I will find other people to help out talking, but if any suggestions would probably be very useful. Okay, enough listening to me. I, I'm going to try to bake cookies because you know what? Cookie dough is amazing. And I know you shouldn't eat raw cookie dough. Well, oh well. You know, the bird will help. Have a great night. Stay warm and enjoy the holidays. Thank you so much for listening to episode 178 of the Savvy Girls podcast. If you'd like to reach me or anybody else, I am Melanie at SavvyGirls.ca, I think. Deborah is Deborah at SavvyGirls.ca, and we are on Twitter, SavvyGirlsPCast. I'm on Twitter also under Melanie Gulp Presents. We are on Ravelry, Savvy Girls Podcast. That was the bird flying away. Uh, I guess she's done. We, I, we're everywhere. Anyway, Ravelry, not that hard to find. Google me. Anyway, uh, until next time, and there will be a next time. Going to do this regularly now. Tend to your knitting, kitten. Well, don't shout. I'll shout. I'll shout if I want to. And do you know why? Why? Because.